You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello and welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight I'm joined by our usual cast, Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? Tired. Yeah, y'all look tired. <laughs> Kept us up all night. Uh, yeah, I just love when the animals decide to do that. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> My, yeah, well, I mean, I, I was kind of afraid. Our we just took our little corgi in and had her uh, spayed, and you know they're like, well, maybe two or three days until she's back to normal and this, that, and the other. So yeah, the rest of the day she was just, you know, very tired, just laying around and stuff. I'm like, okay, that that'd be fine if we have this for two or three days. Nope, next morning she was ready to go. Yeah. So. Which means you got to watch the stitches more. And yeah. You gotta, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's Especially already. Spayed. Reminding the boys, don't let her jump up. And they're they've been pretty good about that. Uh yeah. yeah. She like she just walks around constantly wanting to chew on Max or chew on the cat. And it's just <laughs> it's like, can you can you slow down a little bit, please? <laughs> so but so much for that. So if you hear the door banging or whatever during the show, that would be her <laughs> and her brother running up against it as they're playing. So um good. Let's go ahead and jump right into it, and we'll start with our updates and and what else we've been working. Oh boy, this is gonna be a fun one. Um, uh, I traditionally start with you, Ray. Do you want me to start with you, or do you you want? Sure. All right, cool. So what I had down for you for last time was you said um you said your paintings you wanted your paintings to be well on the way, um and you wanted to get one piece done. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'll 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 give you an update of what I did do though. Okay. Because it starts tonight. There's some creativity in this. Fantasy. Mad oh, March Madness. It's oh, March Madness, and I had to be creative in picking teams. Okay. So I, <laughs> that's I I don't watch I don't watch basketball. I don't follow basketball. It is literally one of the whitest guys ever picking teams that uh, I can't, uh, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> so, so have a better shot than I would. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. No, um, honestly, all of my creative juices were not flowing at all this mm-hmm. last month. No. Um, anytime that there was even, if I looked at something that was, oh, I should do, and then I just think about, well, I don't want to do the cleanup. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But we also well, got major yes. distractions. Because yes, your creative energy was poured in elsewhere. Yeah, yes. it was poured into research. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we bought a new car. Yes, yes, so. <laughs> y'all did. So, yeah, uh, it was uh, poured into creativity in that way of I had to – I love doing research, especially about vehicles. And um, this got into different chargers and what the house <laughs> could handle and – Got into all sorts of different uh, research that way. So yeah. that's where all my energy went in the last month. Gotcha. I mean, sometimes it happens. Sometimes, you know, you've got to take that creative energy and, and put it elsewhere. Um, uh, I, was, I was mentioning right before the show that uh, I'm on spring break right now. Uh, my family is. And I was planning out for things I wanted to try to get done over spring break. And I was trying not to be too ambitious. 
And needless to say, I've gotten anywhere near that stuff done. Uh, but I have gotten other things done, so I completely understand the whole the energy. I had the energy; it just didn't go where I thought it was going to go. So, um, we'll tell you what we'll just we'll jump over here quick to to Chris. Chris, what have you been working on? Um, you said, um, oh, that's right, you were working for a pro on a project for your shop, and that's all I said. That's yeah. all you said. That's incredibly vague. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. Way to go past Chris. Um, do you want to show? Well, I've been. I I like making blankets. I decided to do some um, Hogwarts house color blankets. I finished one, and then it's downstairs. Okay, okay. If you want to. I'm okay. back. Uh, and then about a week ago, two, oh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, I decided to buy all of the yarn for the rest of the houses. Yes, so, and I saw on your Instagram yes. that uh, Yarn Day is one of the best days. Yarn Day is an amazing day because it's like Christmas. Because even though you know what you're getting, sometimes you don't get all of your order at once. Sometimes mm -hmm. it gets shipped into like several different packages, especially when it's a big order. But I got a big, big-ass box. It was heavy and it was amazing and all my yarn was there. So, oh, we're showing? Okay. So this is the Hufflepuff one. Nice. This is the Hufflepuff one. And they're like Afghans, so they're only like um, like lap blankets. So it's right. not anything you could like really, I mean. It's like the end of a chair or like if you curl, just nice curl up on a chair. Or curl up on a chair, nice little lap <clears throat> blanket on a nice cold winter's day. And then, um, then the other one I'm almost done. Show and tell time. Show and Yay. Tell time, apparently, uh, is Slytherin's house. So that one was Hufflepuff. This is Slytherin's. So I'm almost done. I started this one a couple days ago. Nice. So, so what made you decide to start on those two? Is it just because you you had those colors first, or? I like. So she Hufflepuff, is Hufflepuff. Yeah. So with Hufflepuff, I'm like, I like Hufflepuff. I know I will like this. This was my prototype. Um, so even if I think nobody else will want it, at least I'll want it. And then it turned out and I, the more I stared at it, the more I was like, I really like this. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so I have, um, just got all the colors for, I all have the all the colors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to do those first. I have enough to make two each. Um, the only one I'm having problem with is Gryffindor. Gryffindor seems to be <laughs> the one that I can't quite. Yeah, but tell, Get the house. What? T tell them why you. Oh, I ordered neon orange yarn by mistake. And then I didn't look. I only looked at the picture. I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's a nice, a nice orangey color. It's nice and soft. You know, not seeing the neon part, and uh -huh. then it showed up. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> no, I ordered that. That was my screw up. Um. So yeah, I, so I have to fill around with that and see if I, I might have to order. Maybe more you can yarn. use it and and make a make a. A toque for for Ray for like if he's out and about oh and God. it needs it, to be needs to be seen. It'll be Emily my. would like a hunting toque. No, there you go. Say, I was gonna say it's my snow blowing toque, so yeah. like it's seen in the snow. Everyone, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very very bright. It's nice yarn, but it's very very bright. So, um, yeah. And then next, I'm gonna make a uh, Ravenclaw, and then Gryffindor. Very yeah. cool. It's been interesting. 
Well, uh, like I alluded to before, um, this was my spring break, and um, I was looking forward to trying to get several things done, and I've had to push several things off. Some things I'm just like, yeah, they ain't going to get done. Um, but I did manage to get some other things done, so I'll just kind of start running through it. So mm-hmm. uh, on mine, I had um, uh, finished printing slash painting the pieces for mm-hmm. the Catan. I finished half of it. I am 100% done with all of the little Catan pieces that I've been resin printing. Um, So the next part is painting it. And I was really hoping to get to that earlier this week, and that has not happened. On the other hand, tomorrow um, I will be by myself at the house all day. So I at least have started prepping for that process. So what I did was, um, you know, looking at some people that airbrush stuff online. Um, I followed their, their recommendation and bought myself a 12 inch, um, uh, lazy Susan. Oh yeah. Yep. So that I can put that's... all of the pieces on there. And I thought, and that's where the double sided tape comes in. So I bought carpet tape and the plan was put the tape down and then I can put all the pieces on there and I can spray paint it. But as I was thinking about it last night, yeah, last night I was thinking about it and I was just like, okay, well, that's going to be fine. But then I'll have to wait for the pieces to dry and then I'll have to take them off and then retape. And then I, you know, by that time, clean out the paint or whatever. And I thought, okay, let's, let's be a little smart about this. So I specifically uh, measured this and I went and printed out or uh, cut out 10 pieces of cardboard Nice. That fit on the Lazy Susan. Uh, so the plan is either tonight or tomorrow morning, I'm going to put double-sided tape on all of these 10 pieces because there are 10 sets of uh, these little pieces I'm painting. And um, I'm going to tape them all up, put all the little things on there so that as I'm going through and painting, I can clean out the brush. If they're not 100% dry, that's fine. I just take that one off, put the next one on. Nice. And I can keep running through. Um, cool. I even went to... Uh, Hobby Lobby, I was going through the, pardon me, the paints that I have, and I was like, ooh, I'm kind of missing a couple of colors. I mean, I could kind of mix it together, but uh, the two colors I ended up having to buy were, um, I went ahead and bought an opaque purple. I mean, yes, I could have I could have just mixed blue and red together and, and, and gotten a purple. Um, the other one that I felt that I absolutely had to buy, though, was um, a brown, mm-hmm. because I was like, okay. I know I can mix all the colors to get a brown, but I'm just like, it may not, it may be a horrible brown. So, yeah, I decided, I was like, no, I'm just going to get that. And then I went and got some more airbrush cleaner and, and all the other stuff. So tomorrow I'm going to be, hopefully, I say hopefully, I'm going to be working on that. That's kind of my main thing. Uh, before the show, Ray had mentioned something or another about the cyclotron on my proton pack, you know, lighting up or whatever. That was something I was hoping to start working on. I was actually hoping I was going to be done with the painting by this point so that <laughs> tomorrow I could focus on um, doing some rewiring and getting the vibrator installed in there because I have to add a second battery because of the overload issue I have when it smokes. Uh, so I was like, well, if I've got to put a second battery in anyway, I should be able to wire it up so that whenever it's firing, it will it'll vibrate kind of like the the one that I bought. Uh, but needless to say, that's, I don't see that happening. Uh, something else that I do want to uh, work on, and this is kind of a side project. Um, I am slowly starting to take the first steps to my ecto conversion. And, uh, I wanted, I wanted brighter lights on my car. So like 
I have swapped out the um, the uh, uh, the blinkers. There's there's two blinker bulbs on each side in the front, and I've swapped them out with with what are called switchbacks. So they're a bright LED white whenever the car is just running, but whenever you turn the blinker or, or anything, then they turn amber. The problem is in pretty much all modern vehicles, well, almost all vehicles, is uh, that bulb is has a lot of resistance in it, and the car is expecting to have that resistance. So you get what's referred to as hyperflash. Or in the case of mine, because there are two, sometimes they'll, fl- they'll flash really fast. Sometimes one will flash a little faster than the other one will, and it's it's ridiculous. Um, the kits that I – are the LEDs that I bought with it a while back, I put these in all like a year ago. Um, is like, okay, if you put a resistor in, it'll take care of it. I'm like, okay, well, the one LED has three, like three wires to it, which is what is expected. You have a ground, you have basically the on, and then you have the blink status. But one of them on each side has five, has five lights, uh, lines to it. And I'm just like, which one do I use? So I went to a Facebook group that I was, um, a part of. And I just asked, I'm like, hey, guys, listen, I'm, I'm tired of the hyperflash. I'm ready to get this done. I will put these, you know, I will wire these these resistors in. Which wires do I need to use? And most everyone came back and was like, dude, you can do that. That's fine. Or you can do this. And so here's where Ray's going to be a little bit excited, uh, maybe. <laughs> so I bought an OBD2, which is basically a USB to the connector for the car. And there is a free program out there called um, uh, Forescan. I know it sounds like something else. Of course, everyone has to make jokes. Uh, but it's called Forescan. I just heard it. Yes. Um, literally, people will post, what do you, like, you know, people will post, okay, I have I have the adapter and I've got the program. What do you do with Forescan? Of course, a lot of people are like, well, some people trim it off. And I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but uh, seriously, looking into the system, uh, like it will pull up. Now I have to bring my Windows laptop home, but it will pull up, and it's just a bunch of strings of of letters and numbers, and literally, it's like go to this line, change this zero to a one, and you're basically telling the car, do not check for um, the LED or for the bulb being out anymore. So with the lack of resistance there, it's not going to bother putting in the extra voltage, so it fixes hyperflash. One of the other lines that's on there, which I'm like, well, if I'm in there, I might as well do it anyway. Um, Something I dislike about my vehicle is if I leave my car running and I close the door, it honks at me twice. And it drives me insane because I may be in the driveway and pull out and be like, crap i forgot that and i'll get out and as soon as i close that door it honks twice and i'm just like just shut up well sure enough there's a string in there it's a one to a zero and it turns that off and i'm just like yep i'm absolutely gonna awesome. give that a shot that's awesome. cool so the other thing that you might find interesting so like i said i'm starting this ecto conversion i've already put in the, the leds there i have also changed out underneath the um the mirrors it has you know lights that shine down uh, I changed those out with super bright white LEDs as well, and I'm just like, ooh, I really like that. And then I got to looking online and found some other stuff. So either tonight or tomorrow, I plan on installing the all of the LEDs that I got for the inside of the car. Nice. It's going to make it really bright and white in there, but yeah. 
<laughs> now that I'm seeing, like now that I look at the outside of my car and then I look at the inside when the interior lights come on, I'm just like that just looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in fact, it can also be the, the, the two LEDs that are the two lights that are above the uh, license plate. The only, and this is what's killing me, the only other thing I'll have to change out is um, I can tell, even though my headlights are technically a white, they've just got a slight bit of a yellow tinge to it. And whereas most everything else was not too bad to change out, I'm literally going to have to take off the bumper and the fender to on the front to get to where the bulb is. But I've already bought the, I've already bought the replacements. It's just like, well, that's not going to be a, Oh, it's eight o'clock. Let me start on this project tonight. That's going to be a Saturday morning or Sunday morning job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once I get all of the lights changed out to a nice, right, nice, bright white led, uh, the next thing will be the uh, roof rack, which I'll install. And then from there we get to the, the, the the stuff that's like, okay, this is off the beaten path, but sure, why not? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, I've, I've like, like I said, I was hoping to get stuff done with my proton pack. I was hoping to get a bunch of other stuff done. I can, t I have almost changed out all of the bulbs and switches in the house. That's, we're doing some upgrades to the house. I was working on that this week. Uh, it's just, oh, and then I had a bunch of orders. I had like 14 orders I got out this oh, week. Wow. And, um, in fact, I, I had like six orders come in this morning for some other stuff, and I've even got one guy that's asking for one special thing, and if he ends up buying it, once I finish all of the orders I have, I will be at 700 completed orders on Etsy. Wow, wow. Eugene, that's yeah. amazing. So it's, you know, it's like, it's one of those things, and I'm, I'm running into this thing, and let me just, and let me just talk to you about this. So I'm running into this thing where, um, because, because, and I'm sure part of it's still COVID, um, the prices, especially on the filament just kind of keeps edging up. And the other day, in fact, I sat down and thought, you know what, let me just see what my profit margin is on these, on these large matrices that I'm making. Now I've already had bumped the price up. Originally I was selling them for, I think just under a hundred dollars. I'm up to 110 now, but they're okay. still selling. Yeah. Um, but I looked at it and my profit margin right now on these things is only about, I think, $60 or so, which by the time I count all the time it counts to print, and then I have to strip wires, and then I have to solder the wires, and I have to put everything together, and I have to glue it, and then I have to ship it, and I've had some shipping issues, which I'll go into here in a second. I'm just like, you know what? I think I need to bump up the price on these again. Um, I hate doing that. I, you know, I wish the prices on some of my supplies would go down. I don't know if it will or not. Yeah. But um, but like so for today, um, I was looking on Amazon. I buy these. Um, I don't have any of them right here right now. But I buy these little. They're circular. It's it's called a uh, Adafruit Jewel, and it's got seven little LEDs on it, and it's got everything pretty much built into it. And that's what I, that's what powers the lights on you know on the on the uh, things that I'm doing. They run about five or six dollars a piece it's not too bad uh, but i went to go order some more and amazon's like they won't even be back in stock until the third of next month and i'm just <laughs> like well i could do that but that gives me like that's like two weeks away that i can't really do any orders mm -hmm. so i had to go to the website and they're about the same price there but they by the time they they charge shipping and everything else i had to buy 20 of them now it's not like i'm not going to use them 
But like I told Christy, I was like, so if you look on the bank account, I spent $130 on LEDs. It's not like I'm not going to use them. I'm basically yeah. just yeah. buying enough supply for the next 20 matrices. But it's just like I have to go ahead and put that on my spreadsheet as as a thing. It's just like, yeah, I don't it doesn't look like I'm making this much money this month. Yeah. So, um, and then the other thing, and I just wanted to bring this up because this is a creative show and it's stuff that you run into. So I had I've had issues in the past two years ago specifically where I would pack up matrixes, I would ship them out, and I had several of them got broken. And so uh, there's insurance on it. That's one of the reasons why I go with the United States Postal Office. And it was literally like, oh, send us pictures. We'll look into it, blah, blah, blah. Within like a week, they're like, all right, yep, that was broken. It's on us. Here's $100. Something changed. I didn't have to, I didn't have to file on anything for the last year. Something changed over this last year. And right before we went into our Snowvid lockdown, um, I had a lady contact me. She said, hey, um, the Matrix that you sent that I bought for my husband's birthday got broken. And sure enough, I mean, it, it, like the handles was completely broken off. It's obviously someone stepped on it or dropped something on or something. And I was like, OK, that's cool. I'll see if I can rush one out to you so it gets there for his birthday. I got it there. He loved it. You know, she wrote back everything. Yeah. Uh, gave me a great review and stuff on my on my Etsy store. Um, so I I go to file and I you know like after we get done being locked in for basically two weeks because of the snow, I get a letter from the postal service saying, "Yeah, we need you to send this thing in, or we need you we need that person to take it to the thing." And I'm just like, "Okay, this is new. I understand like I understand fraud, okay, and I understand you'll probably get defrauded quite a bit." But I'm like, this kind of sucks because now you want me to ask the customer to go to the post office with it and show y'all. So I contacted her and I was like, hey, I hate to do this, but is there any way you could take the packaging and the, you know, the broken one to the the store? And she said, I would, but I'm I'm homebound doing chemotherapy. Oh, and I'm just like, okay, yep. So she kind of thought about, she's like, let me see if maybe someone could come pick it up or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, would it be okay if I just shipped it to you? And I'm like, you know what? That, that's fine. Yes. Ship yep. it to me and I will deal with it. And even yep. though they used like two day service, it took like a week to get here. Well, the letter said I only had an entire month after it was filed to get it back. Well, by the time I took it to the post office, it was well over a month. So I took it in. They're like, well, we're going to need to keep it. Okay, whatever. So they kept it, and then I get in a letter, um, I guess later, later or earlier this week, maybe it was late last week, saying, "Yeah, my claim's been denied because it too much time took too much time." So I'm having to go against the claim again, and now I'm having to say, "Listen, the reason why it took too long is because y'all didn't deliver mail for two weeks. Y'all remember yeah. that? I remember that. Yeah. Um, so that was part of it, and then she had to ship it back to me. So anyway, I'm I'm hoping to see. I mean, if I'm out the money, I'm out the money, whatever." But I'm dealing with another thing right now. This guy contacted me. He bought a matrix at the beginning of February, I think, and it should have been there quite a while ago. And he's like, hey, man, I'm still not I still haven't got it or whatever. So I go to check it. He bought it. I'm shipping it to him in England. It is currently sitting in Australia. What? Yes. I don't. And I'm like, why would you ship something to Australia to go to England? 
So I looked into it. I barely got anything back. I contacted the guy. I said, let me see what I can figure out. So I'm having to file an, not a claim, but an investigation. Yeah. Because looking into it right now, it's been sitting in Australia for over a week. And it says something like, um, import, den- not denied or, or I don't know. It's almost like maybe custom or customs denied or something or another. And I'm just like, it's you can scan it. It's it's got three batteries and LED and it's all plastic. Come on now. Like yeah. it's very clear that this is a toy or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean that's even what I put on the claim sheet is, you know, collectible toy or whatever. Um so yeah, I'm dealing with that. And I'm like, the one, if I'm out the money, I'm out the money. But the other one I'm just like, by the time this guy bought it and paid for shipping, it was two hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really want to have to you know uh, 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 refund yeah. this guy two hundred dollars and me still be out the thing. No. Mm-hmm. So fun times. And and what and like Christy said, she's like, well, have you thought about going with UPS or FedEx? And I'm like, yeah, but they're a lot more expensive. So yeah, yeah, it's already you know prohibitive to to ship it to you know in the U.S. it's not bad. To Canada, it's not bad. But some places, like, man, it stacks up really quickly. It's like, yeah. you're going to pay more in shipping than you are for the thing. Well, it's like, it's so weird because it's more expensive for us to ship stuff within Canada. It depends on the size of the package. So the yeah. smaller the package, the more expensive it is to ship it within our own country. Yeah. The bigger so, the package, it's cheaper, but it has to be this huge package. It has to be like a massive, like... A shipping box, like a yeah. huge box, will then, be then will be a, a little bit cheaper than sending it somewhere else, like to oh, WU wow. or to Australia. Yeah. But there was one. It was actually cheaper for us to ship a little tiny box to Australia than it was to ship it to somewhere else in in Canada. In Ontario. In Ontario. It was in Ontario. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense it at all. Drove no. Chopped it yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous, and I don't know why, but it was a smaller. The smaller packages tend to be weird. the same price as what it costs to buy it. So you're just spending double the money. Yeah. And yeah. Half it's going to shipping. So, yeah, I put I took ship, free shipping off my shop for a while there. I put it back on now because I'm just trying to get rid of that stock that I've got yeah. now. And um, and then once I've done all these blankets, I'll just take it all off and and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, put these new listings up. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm dealing with shipping right now. I'm dealing with supplies and stuff. And, I mean, if I wasn't making a, an all right amount of money, like, I'm, I'm to the point right now where it's like I make enough money that not only can I buy resin or, mm-hmm. or 3D printing filament as I want. Like, it's yeah. not I – don't, I don't have to ask. It, like, I'm actually even paying for other stuff in the budget, like for our house budget or whatever. So it's like – yeah, I, I I guess I could stop, but on the other hand, I'm like I kind of miss that money every month. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. I'm not there yet, but yeah, it's it's shipping's always ridiculous. Wonderful. It's ridiculous. It's complicated. Uh, when I worked for Ray's sister, she does a lot of um, she, a lot of her stock comes from international sources, and this one company she just absolutely loved the furniture and it was beautiful furniture but it was based out of uh the netherlands but the company the company was based in the netherlands their warehouse and where they made the actual furniture was in romania so we had to get this massive 
you and you had to get a 20-foot container full of furniture. There wasn't anything less that she could get. Um, and we had to figure out how to get it from Romania to us. And it took months, and it finally arrived on Christmas Eve, 2019. Jeez. Yeah. So, After months and months of trying to figure out, going through, um, we had to go through a uh, an, an international shipping agency but, to actually get it done. And it's still, there but, was hangups. But on top of that, so the, the container shows up and now my sister was actually going to get charged if she didn't unload it in two hours. Yes. If she didn't unload the thing, cause they delivered the, the shipping container to her store, but we only had two hours to empty it, to empty and it. And there wasn't we, a ramp. Nope. There wasn't anything. Like, the driver couldn't the help. The driver wasn't allowed to help. Like so, there are my dad, you. Like there was what four or five of us. Yeah. And we're scrambling, just Beck is pulling sick. everything out of this. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. Uh, on Christmas Eve, that's how we spent our Christmas Eve was unpacking this as yeah. best as we could, so we. Could... Yeah. And it was just insane. It was nuts. But the, but the shipping thing, again, if the shipping container had arrived on a Friday, she would have had to have paid for the weekend to yeah. keep it there in the yard because there's no there's no deliveries during the weekend. Yeah. So she would have had to pay for it to stay there. Or if we didn't get it unloaded in time, she, she would have had to pay for, for the day of like Christmas Eve, Christmas, Boxing Day. And because it was on a weekend, it would have been on the Sunday as well. Yeah. Like just – Yeah. It was a lot ridiculous. of ridiculous. A lot of hidden fees when it started to add out a lot. Yeah. yeah, when it got closer to the date, all these little fees started popping up, and it's just like, dude, this this is not worth it. This furniture, as beautiful as it is, is not. And that's yeah. that's the last time she ordered from them because it was just way too much of a hassle. Yeah. So yeah, it's furniture from the Netherlands, except it's made and shipped out of Romania. <laughs> so Jeez. That was very frustrating for her. Yeah. And then sometimes she gets stuff that's uh, – she gets uh, dinged with double duties because yeah. it's an American company, but they get it from India. So they – So they bring it in. They get it in, so it's dinged from India, and then she gets dinged again from bringing it from the United States into Canada. So she hits for duty she for India. She gets double duties, then... <laughs> yeah. So it winds up being 17%. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful, but 70% yeah. on duties just for this stuff because it, it's handmade in India. And it's an American company that imports it. So that's, yeah, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. The shipping so, thing is just so then on Yeah, on top of the 17%, right? It's also the, the dollar exchange for the dollar American exchange too, Canadian. Yeah. So if the Canadian dollar's not doing great, she's got to pay that much, much more. more. Yeah. <laughs> it's... So hard. It's very complicated. Yeah, very complicated. But it, it, but yeah, it, it all works for some reason. Yeah. It all happens. It's just some of it just seems unnecessary. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely expensive. unnecessary. Expensive too, because sometimes shipping can be free, and then sometimes it's only five percent, but then sometimes it's fifteen yeah. percent. And then there's duties on top of that. And then you have brokerage fees because then you're dealing with, oh, it's just nuts. I'm like, Rebecca, is this, I love you. Is this worth the thing? It well, usually is because it's beautiful and nobody else around has it. So, yeah, it's usually worth it. But still, it's like, oh. part, So part of the reason why I was looking at, uh, so I was looking for a charger. Like, we got a, we got an electric vehicle, right? So mm -hmm. 
I wanted to get a charger for the house. And I, I specifically looked for Canadian made ones. So I don't have to worry about tariffs or all the other shit because right. when you bring them all in, like I got quoted for one, it was $1,100. The, the one that was built in Canada was five fifty. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like it's insane. That's <laughs> ridiculous. So, yeah. 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 And it's, I'm sure there's rhyme, there's a rhyme and oh, reason sure. to it all. And sure. there's obviously, you know, like laws and regulations and everything that are there for a reason and put in place to avoid catastrophe. But when you're just trying to order some towels for yeah. a store, <laughs> it's like a yeah. lot. Yeah. You start jumping through hoops and then all of a sudden you get the bill and you're like, holy, I'm going to have to charge this. In order to, in order order make to my just money make back. my money back. And yeah. is that even worth it? That's the other mm-hmm. thing, too. Pricing items is very difficult because I'll do, like, when I'm trying to price stuff out, I'll do, like, a rough estimate of what yeah. I think it's worth it. And then I'll go look on Etsy and try to find comparables. And it is all over the place. Yeah. It is all over the place. And most because it's um, handmade and because it's fiber art. Oh, is that a pet? Yes. <laughs> if you're <laughs> fine they're they're just like shaking their heads like what do we do and now they're off playing again so whatever uh yeah so because it's fiber art because it's handmade a lot of people are like well i can just do that i can make that i can buy a ball of yarn and make it myself it's like go for it do it yeah do it go make the thing then so yep. there's especially facebook marketplace too i checked that out that was a mistake because one lady she made this gorgeous massive crocheted afghan it was beautiful and she was selling it for 50 bucks i'm like that's 50 dollars worth of yarn right there unless she just had all that yarn sitting around for no reason she got bored one day Uh it was huge it was it could fit easily a double bed and she was charging 50 bucks for it i'm like that's crazy and then you have other people who buy and that's the other thing too is the materials that you use if you're buying you know 100 percent recycled merino wool that can be traced back to the farm that yarn is going to cost you a lot of money and to to make a blanket you you need anywhere from like eight to twelve balls of it depending on the size of the blanket that adds up at like fifteen dollars a ball because you're getting the super high quality and you know sustainable yarn but then your blanket winds up being 600 bucks and who is honestly going to pay 600 dollars for who has the money to pay for yeah. that. Not very many people. So you're not moving, you know, you're not no. selling a whole lot of stuff. So, and it's, that's discouraging too, right? So yeah. that's the thing is pricing's really hard. So that's the hardest thing for me is the pricing. Shipping, uh, it's pricing it right is hard. To yeah, do. it is. It, it is. Cause if I priced it by giving myself minimum wage, the so minimum wage here is 14 bucks an hour. Yeah. So if I'm giving myself $14 an hour plus materials, plus um, all your little office supplies or whatever you have to factor in too and fees, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's, I wouldn't pay that for this. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. Weird dog. Yeah. So let me yeah, say, and- I'm taking <laughs> I'll, I'll be very honest with you. Would I buy one of my, would I buy one of my matrixes? Probably not. Like, I'm like, 
$110 is a lot for a collectible. But then again, I'm also of the mindset that I'm like, no, I can make that shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, me too. Yeah. I'm like, I can actually make that. And, and so and I have to try to keep that in mind. So even when I'm like, all right, I may be bumping this up from 110 to 120 And I always put like, I'll, granted, no one ever fucking reads them. But on Etsy, yeah. you can put like a, a notification or whatever. And I just let people know, hey, listen, you know, the price of this stuff keeps going up. So, you know, I'm not – I'm. But also, so whenever I try to make these things, I've gotten kind of on this this kick of like, okay, I'm only going to offer five of the like large matrixes because I'll sell them all. I give myself four weeks to get them shipped. Yeah. Within four weeks, I'll get them all sold. I can sit down at one time and bring out all my soldering stuff because you know I don't have a soldering station right now. You know, bring out all the soldering and get them all done, get them all yeah. glued, get them all packed. And I try to get everything packed and shipped and everything all at once because it's easier to get out all the stuff and just do it all at once. Because yeah. otherwise, you, I just constantly would be pulling stuff in and out and working every night. Um, but like, uh, the, the, like here's a good example. Now this is the gold filament, but mm-hmm. like the silver filament, same thing. I can get out out of the silver filament. Yeah. I can get basically four of the large matrices, and that's the 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 holder part, um, and uh, and the stand, and I can get four of them out of this thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's four. It's either four or five. I think it's four. Uh, I can get four of them out of one of these. These used to be like I used to buy these for about twenty dollars, so you know it's twenty two total or whatever. I'm paying close to twenty seven, twenty eight dollars now for them. Oh wow, yeah. And so by the time, you know, tax and everything, it's 30 bucks. So I'm like, well, I mean, that's already 250 a piece that has gone up on them. And that's just the silver. And then I have to do the gold. And then I have to do the other colors. And then, like I said, you know, I, the, the price of the Arduinos has been pretty steady. But the pricing on the, um, on the LEDs, like, you know, sometimes I get them at a deal. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, man, I'm just I guess I'm, I guess I'm paying almost ten dollars in LED right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. so it's it's ridiculous. But then I also have gotten to the point. It's like and like I said, I try to do it all at once. So, yes, it may consume the better part of a weekend, you know, once a month. And, you know, then I get, well, it seems like you're all you're doing is this. So I'm trying to make sure I'm making enough money. That it's worth my time. Yeah. And right now it's. Yeah, it is, but it'd be like, yeah, but another ten dollars per thing would make it would another fifty bucks for the entire weekend I spent would be nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that definitely puts it a little further in the camp of this was worth it. So, yeah. but it's I've always had that issue when I was pricing my own art as well because the amount of time that I always spend on it, yeah, I couldn't charge. Like you said, like minimum wage, I wouldn't be able to charge that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well then, I charge. So the other thing I've seen is charge by square inch, or you can charge by all these other. And it's like, I can't even do those things because it puts it at a price point that I know I wouldn't pay it. Yeah. And and yeah, it's you so, wouldn't be able to afford either. Or, that's or yeah, too. and that's the other thing is other people wouldn't be able to afford it. Yeah. Because it's just it's expensive. Yeah, so. So yeah, it's now this is why they call it starving artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you do you want to make it affordable for everybody. You don't want to be so cheap as to you know have people pissed off at you, other makers mad at no, you because you're no. bringing down the price tag. But you you know you want to make it so that it's 
accessible. It's accessible to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Or the majority of people. You'd like to, especially, um, I'm just starting to get into collecting and, you know, I, some stuff is worth the extra bit and some stuff's not. And yeah. some stuff people, you know, a, a lot of it's unlicensed stuff and they're just makers on Etsy or have their own Etsy website and, you know, they do it for fun and, or they're trying to put themselves through school or it's a side hustle or something like that. So, yeah, you know, you yeah. want to pay them properly too. So it's all messy. It's all messy. <laughs> and with COVID yeah. doesn't help either because, you know, there's a lot yeah. of people who are unemployed or don't have secure, you know, regular income, right? So they yes. don't have that extra disposable income yeah. like they used to. So, and I mean, that's, that also goes into it like, if this was my only job, yeah, that, that would be one thing. But literally, I put in a 40 plus hour, you know, work week, and it's like, okay, you know, I've, I've, I've put in, you know, probably 45 hours or whatever by the time you look at everything, 45 hours this week or whatever. Um, do I want to spend this weekend watching a movie with my boys, or do yeah. I want to spend it at the, you know, at the kitchen table soldering? LEDs together and, and stuff like that. So it's that that's where my biggest thing is. Like I don't I don't have to do this. This all started because I wanted to make enough extra pocket money so that um my 3D printing projects didn't come out of the family budget. So if I'm like, ooh, I want to 3D print, you know, um uh, Mjolnir. So mm-hmm. I don't have to go, okay, well, let's see, that's like fifty bucks in and re- you know, and stuff yeah. I've got to buy. It's just like, no, that comes out of what I made this month, it's fine. Um, like I said, the fact that I've started making enough that it's kind of helping with some other budget stuff definitely changes that, but Mm -hmm. I'm nowhere near the point where I'm like, well, I have to, I have to get this done this month in order to, to make the bills or whatever. And so I, you know, and I understand that on some people, you know, that this is like someone's job or whatever, but like, like you said, for me, this is just, like you said, a side hustle. This is just to make a little extra pocket money and not have to. You know, not it doesn't come out of the family budget if I want to go, you know, do something or another. And and like Christy said, like, um, I'm actually I, I bought a brand, I, yeah, it's a brand new computer. Um, and it ran me it was it was like six hundred dollars, and I was just like, well, I think I can get three hundred for the other one, so that's like half the price. And she's like, Eugene, you made that this, you're gonna make that this much in printing, right? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, there you go, you you just basically bought you a computer. I, and I'm just like. Yeah, I, I guess I can look at it that way. So it's, <laughs> yeah, but because I've gotten so used to, you know, the money that I make, it's like, nope, that's that's family money now. So yeah, I, yeah. I need yeah. to check before I before I do something stupid. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yep, I I understand that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the things I want to talk about, and, and you know, we kind of talked about, you know, not necessarily having a topic every time, but something I heard, I heard this on a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. And I haven't started fully implementing it yet. Um, I'm hoping maybe to start. Th- I was kind of setting up myself for either this next week or saying, okay, April, April's when I'm going to start this. Um, it's, it's a podcast. It's, uh, it's called Making It. And it's, it's these three YouTube makers. Um, and they were talking about how coming up with a to-do list or setting goals for themselves they're like, do you ever feel like when you don't make those goals that you're just you've let yourself let yourself down, you're not living up to your potential, whatever it might be. It you know, it might just be like, well, crap, I'm getting behind or maybe, wow, I'm just I, what's happening to me? I don't I don't, you know, somewhere on that scale. 
And one of the guys, the oldest of the three guys, was like, um, he's like, you know, I've gotten to the point in my life where instead of saying, you know, today I'm going to get, you know, X, Y, Z done. He's basically says, okay, I'm going to set aside two hours and I'm going to work on this project then. And that's it. And if whatever I get done during those two hours is what I get done those during those two hours. He's like, mm-hmm. now, so I do, I do plan out what I'd like to tackle first. And if I get that done, maybe what's next. But instead of giving yourself a specific task, just saying, okay, well, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to work for an hour and then I'm going to get ready for bed. And whatever you get done, you get done. And not, not beat yourself up because, oh, I didn't get this done and then start on this other project. So, like I said, I think I'm really trying to move to that idea. I've, I've kind of played around with it a little bit thus far. Uh, I'm still definitely in that camp. And like I talked about earlier, I'm in that camp of, okay, well, spring break on Monday. I'm going to try to get this and this done. And Tuesday I'll get this. So, um, what are your thoughts on trying to go to a system like that? Does that sound like something that would be helpful to you or? (laughs) For me, I have the luxury of a lot of time. I'm at home. I don't have a job that I go to. My job is the house and the kids and the family, right? So I can make my own schedule. So for me, yeah, like if I wanted to, I I break up my day. Like I got to get everything done that needs to get done in the morning. Because if I sit down to crochet or knit or whatever, I'm not not moving and hours will pass. I'll get lost. Um, But there's this really great book that I just uh, finished reading called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And um, it talks about how you can make small incremental changes, just 1% a day um, to get to the habits that you want to get to, or to create behaviors in yourself that you find appealing in other people. Um, And so for me, it's, what would a person who's confident do? What would a person who's confident in their abilities do? And for me, it's they just fucking do it, right? Like they just go for it. They wouldn't be scared or anything like that. So for me, it's I don't have to do lists. <laughs> I just am like, I'm going to make this thing. I'm going to order the stuff. And when it shows up, that's when I'm going to make it. And I will make it until it's done. But again, I have the luxury of not having my time needed elsewhere. So yeah, sitting yeah, setting aside two hours to do something on a specific day would I, I mean I already do that. I should be more organized though. That's my other problem is that I'm not I'm not organized enough with it and I don't. It's, it's very haphazard right now. <laughs> it's very haphazard. I'm just trying to go with what makes me feel good right now because it's all brand new to me. So but yeah, definitely two hours where you're just like yeah, I got two hours. It's like studying. My grade five teacher always said, if you study for more than an hour, you're it's you're not going to retain anything more. Your your brain maxes out at an hour. Anything other than that, you're just wasting your time. So if you set aside that two hours and then that's it, you're done. See, and I think that's why I like the watercolor paintings because I'm forced to do it in stages mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'll do this section and then I have to take a break because I have to let that dry before I do the next section or it's going to bleed across and it's going to look like shit. So for me, it's like, okay, that I I do appreciate that part. Um, But when I'm in a zone, I don't want to stop. Yeah, (laughs) I got you. Thing too, eh? Right? Like when you're in it and you're feeling that groove, it's like you don't, all time just sort of 
yeah. flies by you and everything around you just keeps going and you're just in your zone. Yeah. It's so. very much like soul. Yeah, like the movie soul, <laughs> where Moonbeam goes to the... Yeah, the, the sign spinner is... <laughs> He's in another plane of existence. Have you not seen that movie? I have not seen it yet. Okay, you should see that movie. It's really I know, I, I know, I need to see it. So and you will know what we're talking about. Then you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Watch for the sign spinner. Yeah. Okay. But James James Clear also says that if you want to implement those, you have to have to make them attractive. You have to make them with your you. So you want to do it because your right. brain will find every other reason not to because it just wants to do the things that are the easiest, quickest payoff, not what you want to do so you have to make it bad habits are easier to do than good habits essentially so you have to make it attractive and you have to make it you have to make the bad behavior the bad habit or whatever unattractive so if sitting down for two hours um during whatever time of day is something you're looking forward to then you're going to keep doing it because then it's like an attractive thing it's a really good book it's only it's not i think it's just over five hours i might recommend it for marginally geeky please do that sounds yeah that sounds interesting therapist recommended it to me it's really good um and see like i i i I run into the same thing where i try to block stuff together all the stuff together that needs to be done at the same time and i think that comes from having to set up stuff so once again like the like the um you know this uh airbrushing that i'm going to do on all these pieces i'm trying to get everything prepped so that when I break out the airbrush, even though I'm going to have to clean it in between each time, the airbrush is out. I do the airbrushing I need to do, and then, like, I put it up and it's done. Um, so my goal is and, – and this this you know this is where I have that fight. It's like, okay, well, tomorrow I could say I'm going to spend six or however many hours. Let's say six hours. I'm going to set aside six hours to try to get as much of this done as I can. And if I get it done, great. If I don't – it mm-hmm. is what it is. But mm-hmm. I already know if I don't get it done tomorrow, I'm going to be like, well, crap, I haven't got this done. It's going to be looming over my head. Um, and it, it'll be to the point that if I do get it done, like if I do rip through it pretty quick, this little guy may finally get painted because <laughs> it's once again one of those things. It's like I have to pull out the airbrush and it's like, well, if it's out, get it all done. What else? You know, not that I have anything else around the house that needs to be airbrushed, but I'd literally be looking around like, what? What yeah. else do I need to do? <laughs> like so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think not having a um, set aside workspace also kind of hurts that because I mean, granted, all three of these guys on the show uh, are all like professional makers. They all have their own shops, to, you know, uh, different sizes and this, that, and the other. So they all have. It's like okay, well, they may have to move a tool around or go plug something up or you know, maybe switch the dust collection around to so it, instead of being on the bandsaw, it's on this other thing. But like that's the maximum amount of it. It's not. Yeah. All right, well, I got to go clean off the, the back porch so I can, you know, pull off the scroll saw so I can do the cutting of that I need to do. And then I've got to clean that up and then pull out the next tool, and which is, you know, kind of where I'm at. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to try to move nice to this. Garage. <laughs> yeah. Um, to the point that and, – and one of the other things that I've been running into is um, – on, since Apple has finally, like within the last couple of updates, uh, updated the to-do list that makes it halfway decent. Like I had two different to-do lists on my phone, like two different apps. I had the built-in one for just run-of-the-mill, like, hey, make sure you take your pill tonight and make sure it's Thursday, take out the trash. Um, 
you couldn't have like sublist under stuff and everything else. And they finally updated it to that point. So I had like all of my creative projects in a different app. And once they got this update, I'm like, no, nope, we combined it and put it all together. So I had a, well, I'll, I'll just kind of run through it real quick. So on my to do's on my phone, um, you can have different lists and I have, I had to do's, I had reminders and then I had projects and those were the three that I had. And so one of the things that I've been running into is like my projects. I'm like, okay, I've got like 30 minutes or an hour to burn. What should I do? So I go into my projects. I'm like, okay, there's all these projects. What do I want to work on? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so what I've decided is, um, and I, I, I think this is working so far. I actually created three different lists, three new additional lists. And I moved those projects out of the projects folder and I made them their own list with their own sub stuff. And so now it's like, okay, I'm not looking at the projects folder. Mm-hmm. I am simply going to, if I've got time, look at the three different lists. So the three things I have right now are install the vibrator on the proton pack. That's multiple processes in there. Yeah. But yeah. if I have a, like an extra hour or so, Hey, I might can knock some of that out and go ahead and get to the first step on that. Or, Painting the Catan pieces. Once again, that's kind of a multi-hour thing. Yeah. But I'm to the point, you know. Um, and the flex. That's the other thing I'm working on. So literally, I'm going to be to the point where once I get these other LEDs put in and possibly next week get the the other, you know, the the fiber blinking and all that stuff and taking care of it. It's like, okay, there's only one more item to that process. Mm-hmm. Now I'll need to go back and say, well, is there a different project I want to work on? Or do I want to start moving to the next stage on this, which is now I need to order the rails and everything and find time to install the the roof rack and everything on the, on the, on the flex. So I'm finding this has helped me a lot trying to um, focus because I I was, I felt like I was spending a lot of time trying to figure out, all right, well, I've got an hour. What do I do now? Yeah. Um, And I know I spent, I know I'm, I jump back and forth between because literally like as I'm doing this, I've been watching videos and I even mentioned it last time. I've been watching these videos on doing these um, little in scale train sets. And I'm just like, like I saw some of them when I was at Hobby Lobby buying this stuff and I just looked at it and I was just like, Oh, this would be too. And I'm just like, Oh man, I think I have to do more research on this. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Okay, do I spend the time doing the research on this? It's one thing if I'm at work and like it's at lunchtime and it's like, do I, watch some stupid video about this or do I do video research on train track? But it, it's different whenever I'm home and I've actually got an hour to do something. So yeah, yeah. there's this uh, YouTube channel that I love watching called uh, farmhouse vernacular and the woman who runs it, her name's Paige. She's actually a uh, mechanical engineer and she worked in a factory as an efficiency expert. So her oh, wow. thing was to make the, the um, plant floor as efficient as possible. And wonderful. And now she's, she now does content creation for full time and she's renovating this house. Um, but her husband's also an engineer. So what they do, they engineer the shit out of their life. And it's amazing to see because they're very methodical. So when they go into a new renovation, they list every single possible step, like from cut to trim, that's a job, to installing trim, that's another job, to nailing trim, that like, and then painting trim, caulking trim, like every single thing is on, even if it's like a three second to 15 minute job, it's all there. So that if they have, like you're saying, a half an hour, all they have to do is reference the list and yep, that's a half hour job done. 
and then it's crossed off the list. And then slowly over several months, eventually the list gets done. And we're coming up to renovating our dining room and living room. So guess what I'll be doing? I'm going to be making the most detailed, efficient list ever because it, it made a lot of sense because she's obsessed and really gifted at efficiency because that's what she went to school for. And a lot of what she does makes sense. She just makes lists, very, very, very detailed lists because, you know, when you say paint a room, it's like, yes, but there's actually like five different steps to paint yeah. a room. And so she lists all of them. Mm-hmm. So that tick it off. You also have a sense of accomplishment too. There's also that hit of like, I did it. You know, and then yep. you actually were productive. So, and she has this other thing where she calls it, um, now they wear their shoes in the house all the time, which drives me crazy, but it's like a uh, half an hour of home or something where she'll just go around the house for half an hour and just sweep the floor or clean up whatever. They also don't have any children, so this makes it a lot easier. Um, <laughs> with children, it's not safe. Um, and all their pets are outdoor pets. So she just will go for half an hour and pick a spot in the house and just tidy it up and spend that time doing that too. So all these little things that she, as an efficiency expert, um, puts out on her YouTube channel are very, like they're really useful. It's like, yeah, it's actually a really good idea. And that would probably save me a lot of grief. And it's also, you're also releasing a lot of that mental energy you're spending too, thinking of things and like, Oh, I got to remember this. I have to remember this. I have to remember this. And you're already spending that energy trying to remember it. Whereas if it was on a list already, then you could just let that energy go or put it somewhere else. Yeah. You have a wand in your hand. What's that? I do. Yeah. Well, no, we're just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring it up in a natural step, but never mind. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, no, just like you were mentioning all these things that you're trying to work on and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I keep coming back to, so like we, we picked up ones from um, Universal Studios when we were down there last. Mm-hmm. And I keep coming back to like years ago, I, oh, yeah. I bought a lathe and that was one of my goals. And then I realized that the lathe that I bought was not the correct one that I needed for mm-hmm. it. And I didn't know a lot about woodworking at the time. And, so on and so forth. Now that I've learned a lot more, um, I, I've got that itch in the back of my head of like, it'd be kind of cool to get a little, a smaller lathe and get some decent sharp tools and create a couple ones. Again, I've got some pieces of maple out there that would look wicked. Um, and it's like, so I'm starting to get distracted by mm-hmm. these other jobs that I don't even have the tools for it yet. And it's like, but that would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel. So, yeah, I've got a couple of squirrels coming by in my head, and they're uh, they're distracting me big time. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, there's this one um, TikTok that's like, I believe that um, having a hobby and buying supplies for that hobby are two different things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I have Absolutely. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. Getting all the stuff and hunting for all that's it's a whole separate game. Yeah, because yeah, I've I've been I've always wanted to carve into what and I actually started doing like a Harmony one at one point and I didn't have the right tools for it mm-hmm. and so I was getting frustrated with the whole process. But I think if I actually took the time and really did it right, then I, I would be I think I would really enjoy doing it and I think it'd be kind of cool. Uh, 
because you know why not make some ones I, I, that was of all the lore in Harry Potter the mm-hmm. one that I'm most drawn to is the wand lore and I just if I if I lived in that universe I would be a wand maker I would be, right yes that's exactly what I'd be doing I'd be like yep putting the phoenix feathers in and all that yep that's me that's what I'm doing <laughs> Well, yeah. the thinking is like the 15 things he has to do before. Oh, yeah. The wood oh, I'm I know. just thinking, I'm like, no, 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 I have stuff. I'm sick. Please don't get into that just yet. So there's <laughs> the, the problem is, is I've got I've got a painting that I need to do for her aunt and uncle. Yeah. And then I've got uh, other paintings in my head that I want to get out. Uh, then I've got the bookshelves that need to be created and, and planned out and done and painting in the house that needs to be done now. And it's like, I've also got to organize and get my shop up to the point where it's actually functional because we're still not there yet Mm -hmm. because winter came and I couldn't be out there doing it. So there's, and now we've got the electric car and and I'm working with an electrician to get that all installed. Like there's all these other distractions right now, but all I can, all in my head right now is that'd be be cool to make that. Oh, this could be, Oh, you gotta do, Oh, this is so awesome. I wonder it would be to get a forge put in my backyard so that I could. (laughs) Oh, so you know what? You mentioned forge and it literally crossed my mind again because, uh, I was helping my mom clean. See, that was the other thing. There were several things that came up this week. And like one of them was my mom needed me to come over and, help her clean out her garage. And um, as we're going through it, she finds some pieces of silver in there. And she's like, oh, well, this is silver. This is obviously silver. It's you know, really tarnished or whatever. And I'm just like, man, it's too bad I don't have a forge because I'd I'd love to melt that down. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder what the process is to make bullets. Like, I don't even necessarily want working bullets. I just want to be able to say, I have a silver bullet, and then, like, put it in a case that says, like, in case of werewolves or some shit, because that would be pimp. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to 3D print a bullet or something and paint it silver. It would be awesome to be, like, no, that's a fucking silver bullet. This is the problem with, like, like we all have grown-up ADHD, right? Like, there's too many. (laughs) There's all the things, and my, my thing is right now is patterns. I have so many crochet patterns and knitting patterns. I'll never make any, like most of this stuff, but I keep collecting them in my Pinterest boards because I'm like, Ooh, yes. Oh, I can make that. And I can make that. And I can make that. How much yarn? I'm going to be one of those ladies that has like a whole room full of yarn <laughs> and uses 20% of it, but I have to have all of it for some weird reason. <laughs> She'll be Dumbledore. I like this knitting pattern in this, in this magazine. Yeah. Can I I'm have it? Have the magazine. <laughs> love a good knitting pattern. Yes. That'll be me. Can just see it slowly happening but i but the problem is, is when you get i've never let myself fully go there with a with a hobby and actually like fully immerse myself and actually watching you and lara um and and you just go right into it just <laughs> and, but totally immerse yourself in it yeah. and be like yeah i fucking make matrices and yeah, yeah. I, I built a proton pack and laura with her wings that extend oh I, yeah her wings are still fucking that. phenomenal that was amazing, yeah. but to just watch grown-ups, because I had told myself that once I'm a grown-up, you're not supposed to do that stuff anymore. But being surrounded, I know. 
Yeah. I get, I'm in therapy. Um, I just bought a toy. Like the other I know. Day, I went and bought a transformer, and I felt so good about it. And I was just yeah. like, I spent forty dollars on a fucking toy. I don't give a shit. I wanted exactly. it. So now that I'm letting myself actually experience all that stuff and actually being like, oh, who cares? Um, it's it's fun. It's yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun to just let yourself Which go into that. I thought about a fun thing for you to do, not to distract you more from everything. <laughs> but while you were at your mom's, you found some artwork that you did. Oh, geez. Yes, yes. How cool would it be if you actually 3D printed the dinosaurs that you created? <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did. Why would you do that? Why would you tell me that? Because it would be amazing. Come on, you you gotta think that'd be cool. Yeah, because yeah. if nothing else, it would be interesting to learn just from a a three D you know from a three D design perspective. It's because it's like okay, well here's an end goal. What do I have to do to get to that point? Because it, I'm like, well then I'd want to make them so that they've got like ball joints or something mm-hmm. so that they yeah. because like I've I've started following this guy on YouTube on uh, Instagram and he's made they don't transform. But they are transformers, and they're the correct like scale as to how tall they are. But they're the transform all G1 transformers. Nice. So it's it's like Optimus Prime, and it's Prime, and he doesn't transform into a truck, but it's Optimus Prime, and it looks great, and it's actually got articulation to it. And nice. I'm just like, how did he go about designing all the joints and stuff mm-hmm. to get that to work? And so yes, that would be an awesome thing to do. Like that would be. That might be something I could consider doing like at work while I'm in between things because I can't necessarily do other things. Yep. So, but I like, I still need to, there's two, uh, um, classes. I, I want to finish the, the, the one class that I'm on and I haven't even started on the other one that I need to learn so that I can possibly do my head scan. Now that I'm done with this, like my resin printer's just sitting yep. over there. Yeah. Not yeah. doing anything. I don't really want to 3D print anything else that I necessarily don't need. I'm just like the next thing I need really, really right now. The only thing I really need is to get a really good head scan of myself and figure out how to fill out the back of the head or do something or another with that so that it, you know, looks decent and then start sizing that some bitch up so I can 3D print my head and put it on because I've already got the Egon or the uh, Ray over there the. Yeah, he's sitting over there waiting for wait, waiting to be modified for your head. <laughs> yes, waiting for my head. Exactly. Um, but like I, you were talking about, you've got all these other projects and, and stuff like that. And yes, the idea of having an Ecto is exciting. The idea of finally getting the vibrator installed on my proton pack is exciting. The idea of getting these things finally painted and because see, like this isn't even the end result. Like once I get these painted, I still have to convert the box over here. And figure out the best way that I can put – man, why is packing foam for boxes so damn expensive for what it is? Like, <laughs> But to be able to cut it and have it nice so that like all the pieces fit in there perfect is just – oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. Um, I understand it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – because the one I have for the, the previous set that I've done, uh, like I found some foam and I kind of made it work. And part of me is like, I have a little extra money. I actually could do this – quote unquote the right way. Yeah. So I've played around with some of those ideas. And um but so like that's the next step before I can like finally say, all right, Catan, done. Check, mm-hmm. mark it off. Um but as I'm doing all this other stuff, 
I keep coming back because I was watching, you know, I was watching this guy and it's like, yeah, these got these little trains that run and like he installed lights in the houses and like there's literally you can buy these little, I mean, in scale. So we're talking about the locomotive is about that big little bitty like street light lights and stuff that he can put on there. And whenever he turns off the light and it's this little town that comes alive, I'm just like, that is so cool. So with that, because one of the other things is in my head, Chris had built all the um, Hansmead, or, or not, I'm sorry, I have some Diagon, Diagon Alley buildings. Yeah. And, yeah. and we also have the castle downstairs. Yeah. And I want to get some of those LED lights and light these suckers up because I think they would look amazing. Oh, they would look awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. really cool. So, yeah, that's, oh, but even that's further down yes, the road because. It's like, we, there's so many. <laughs> And see, like, there's, I don't have a lot of books on my bookshelf. And even then, the, the, the one shelf that's dedicated to books, there's like hardly any space left. But have y'all seen where people have done those, their little inserts, they go in a bookshelf and they yes. look like, like, you know, like this one that they did on, um, uh, on, on, uh, Adam Savage's Tested. It was one of those inserts and it literally looks like, uh, the, uh, um, the wardrobe is open and you can see oh, like oh, the yeah, snow yeah. and the, yeah. the single yeah. post think, in Narnia. Yeah. Those are so cool. And I'm just like, you know, there, you, there are models out there you can either buy or download to 3d yeah. print it. And I'm just like, I could do that. But when would I have time to do that? There's also the doors of Durin that you could do too. in the mind of Moria. Yes. Where so you it, open them up and there's like all this, I saw, I've seen some of that. And he actually, like when you turn it on, it actually starts singing the chant. Oh, Cool. So oh, that's cool. that was so neat. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. So all these different doorways and these bookcases that Ray's going to build that go to like all these fictional lands. I'm very excited. So I got to get the bookshelves up and then I'll start looking at building these things. I know. It's I found, a never ending list of stuff. So one of the things that inspired uh, one of these ideas, anyway, uh, somebody was selling an old uh, case. It was a CD holder. Yeah. But it looked like a book set. Mm-hmm. And it looked like an old leather bound book set. And it was really well done. I'm like, how cool would it be? And I said this to Chris. I said, how cool would it be sand it down and make them all Harry Potter books? And then when you open it up, then you've got like Diagon Alley that you're looking down into. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm like, that's that. So, Except yeah. the lady wanted 60 bucks. For this I'm like, thing. It's for a, nobody has CDs anymore. Nobody has CDs. And I have to change the entire inside. Yes. And so she I wouldn't like, take $40 for so it. So, yeah, we offered 40 She said no. no. So I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just make one myself then. <laughs> yeah. Again, we'll add that to the list of projects. Yes. Does she still yeah. have it? Would she take 40 I don't uh, she had it marked I would down even to offer like 20. 50. <laughs> You're just fed up. No. Um, I, I offered a good money. She said no. I left it. She's like, because it's custom. I'm like, I, it's also I, a CD holder. I paid $70, dollars $75 for it last year. Then you were stupid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> holder. Nobody has CDs anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to do is I want to start collecting books. Yeah. Lots yeah. of books. Yeah. All the things. And, oh, by the books. way, I did do something creative. Did you? I did. I, did you I designed a couch on Ikea. Oh, yes, you did. Because <laughs> yeah, we have a very specific location that we need a very sectional specific. couch. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I went through Ikea, and they have this nice little build-your-own-couch 
option and I sized it all out and yeah, I was like, that actually would work. So, yeah, so now we have to get that couch. Now we have to get that couch. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it's the only thing that'll fit where we yes, want it. <laughs> and be what we want it to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. There are just so many different things. And, and like I said, I'm trying to stick to the three that I've said, yeah. but like yeah. even now I'm looking around my desk and like, oh yeah, Yoda still needs to get painted. Maybe, maybe that will happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't even know if I have it in my list of doing the, the turtle comms thing for, for Joseph. And I feel bad yeah. because that was part of his Christmas present. It's like, oh, Hey, look, April's around the corner. Your present, your Christmas <laughs> pre- yeah. Not that it was my present from him, but still yeah. it's like, yeah. 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 So I've got to stop telling people that I'm going to try to do things for them. <laughs> Not to mention, right. You want to, you want to design your own turtle one and put a walkie talkie at it. Yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> I'm to the point, I'm just like, and then, you know, I see these, ran, and then I see random things coming around. Like, today I was just thinking, I was like, man, I really need to, I really need, I need to start working out again. And I'm just like, didn't you say you were going to try to start playing, like, Beat Saber when we got the, the Oculus for Alex or Nick? When was the last time you played with it? I still haven't even played the Star Wars games that he downloaded on it. And I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's not enough time. I need to retire right now so I can maybe do all <laughs> yeah. the things. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, not, I am applying for another job as well, and I have to study for that. So. <laughs> hey, that's fun. Distractions. Um, yeah, like um, and and you know I'm trying not to be too rough on myself, and there's just there's just so much other stuff. Like the other day, this is this is t- totally just going off before we talk about our future projects um i watched chernobyl on hbo okay i got through the first four episodes which are a little over an hour long and i was just like okay can i can i do the last can i do the last one and i was looking i was like it's only about three oh no that's right the time change happened it's already 4 a.m i need to get to bed <laughs> um so yeah uh by the way Excellent series if you've never watched it. But anyway, all right. So let's move on to our future. But like I was saying, like I'm halfway thinking. I'm like, well, I could go ahead and maybe tape these things up and get them ready for tomorrow morning. So like I get out the airbrush and I get going. But I'm just like, part of me kind of wants to watch Justice League tonight. Because otherwise I'm like, I won't watch. I know I won't watch it tomorrow. I know that won't happen. I won't Um, be watching it tomorrow either, even though. Yeah. And I'm not watching it tonight because it's already 10. Yeah. Right. And so, and, and the shithead dog did not let us sleep. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's all screwed up. I want to do a workout tomorrow, but I know that we've got other things that we have to do. And then the kids have got to go to school. So that's all fine. Yeah. Like we, then, but then we got to pick them up from school. We've got a chiropractor's appointment in the morning. I got to meet the electrician whenever he gets here. <laughs> And see, I have a guy coming tomorrow to work. I've got a couple, just a couple of shingles, not even the whole roof, just a couple of shingles that are broken just yeah. from windstorms. And I'm just like, yeah, I could get up there, but I'm a little heavier than I was the last time. And I did not feel comfortable on my roof. So I'm going to pay someone to do that because I'm 43 and I don't want to die. <laughs> um, all right. So let's move on. Let's talk about what we're, what we're hoping to maybe work on before our, before we reconvene next month. Um, would anyone like to go first? Sure, I'll go. All right, Chris, what, what is it you'd like to try to work on? So I would like to have the rest of the house color blankets done. 
um, and up in the shop. And I also would like to um, start posting more regularly on my Instagram and doing more, learning more about um, not necessarily Photoshop, but sort of adding filters and effects to to pictures on there because some there's some excellent photographers and pottergram is amazing there's so many wonderfully talented people on there and it's just inspiring so i want to try and get better at that and oh i have a sweater that i have to finish (laughs) i got i got i've never made anything for myself like this before and logan it was supposed to be for logan and then i got mostly done and she's looking at me like i'm never wearing this fucking sweater mom you're cute i like the color that's it so i ripped the whole thing apart i frogged it you helped you helped you and so i'm just, i made it my arm was so sore <laughs> hundreds of yards of yarn anyway uh so i have to finish that so i'd like to finish my sweater have the house colors done and just start learning more about instagram so that i can um um build sort of a community and be part of the pottergram community very cool uh ray what would you like to try to work on I'm really debating with myself. I probably should focus on that painting for your aunt first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get that out of the way, and then I can actually focus on the things that I want to do. Um, so if that's out of the way, then I don't have to worry about any painting or anything. I can focus on uh, trying to prepare the place for for the bookshelves and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that'll be... That'll be my goal is to get that one out of the way because it's still not quite warm enough outside yes, to, it is. to work on the bookshelves. But it is. <laughs> um, but, uh, but the other thing, too, is that we actually do want to start working on uh, redoing the floors. We have to sand um, the floors and paint before and we paint do the house, uh, so Or paint the two rooms anyway. Yeah. Um, so those are things that we can start looking at doing. And mm-hmm. uh, so I need to start planning that stuff as well. So. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, but to actually have something done, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gotcha. Anything because it's all it's all. If up. it gets done, it gets done, right? Yeah. 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 So um, I'm going to, like I said, my goal is to work on these pieces tomorrow. That's my my stretch goal. Will be to uh, maybe get the headlights installed on my car. I'm going to get these done. I've already checked into this. This won't take but maybe 30 minutes to get done. Um, so I'm not even considering that. Like, I'm either going to do that tonight before I do something or, like, first thing tomorrow morning. Um, Snyder Cut tonight. Do what? Before you start Snyder Cut tonight. No, if I start the Snyder Cut, like, we're going to wrap up here pretty quick and I'm going to get going on it. So, Because <laughs> uh, otherwise I'll try to sleep in too long tomorrow morning and it'll be like, no, I'm, I'm – yeah. I, I, I want to try to get started on this before – you know, next thing I know, I'm like, well, it's noon and I haven't done anything yet. So that kind of mm-hmm. sucks. Um, maybe we should talk about artificial time constraints like that we put on ourselves. Because believe me, like if I'm like, well, it's noon, the day's gone. And it's like, yeah. no, it's not dummy. Why, why are you thinking that way? But I, it I so definitely feels like that, especially if it's like they're during the week. And OK, now the kids are coming home in less than two and a half hours. And yes, uh, and it's, <laughs> and we got to worry about dinner and we got to worry there's a I don't know if y'all have seen it, but lots of people posted it, especially this last week on on uh, Facebook and Instagram and stuff. 
it's 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 a uh, it's a cartoonish looking picture of a guy that's like holding his hands out because there's another guy come advancing on him with a knife, and it literally says like my entire day is the one guy and it's like a phone call I have to take and it's just like I I felt that to my core. It's like yes, it's a phone call or it's something I have to do at a specific time at two o'clock I have to do this. Well, that just fucking ruined my whole day because like now I've I've got to stop everything I'm doing. I've got to plan everything around that. It's just like, why would you do that to me? So but yeah. <laughs> seen the same thing, but it was a Google uh, it was Google Gmail and it was like plus six thousand five hundred and fifty three unread emails. Oh my God. <laughs> See, I would never let Christy has junk, you know, has a couple of different emails on her phone and she'll, occasionally she'll show me. She goes, look, five thousand. I'm just like. I can't stand it. If there's a number one next to my email, yep. it gets yep. checked. It does. Yep. I'm with yep. you. Can't I've got stand a it. lot of yes. emails I have not looked at. <laughs> nope. Can't do it. Uh, can't no. do it. All right. Well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, uh, Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show. Uh, we are on Audible. We're on Amazon. Uh, you can check us on uh, the our YouTube channel as well if you want to watch the video version of the show. Uh, it does help us like a lot of podcasters are, have gotten back around to, Hey, you know, five stars would really help out. So, uh, I think COVID has really hurt a lot of podcast numbers just because that people usually were like, Oh, Hey, no, I listen to podcasts on my way to work or Mm -hmm. back from work or while I'm doing stuff at work or whatever. And they're like, and now that I'm home, not so much. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so I I know a lot of podcasters are kind of pushing. They're like, Hey, now that you're going back to work, can you... (laughs) (laughs) could you help us out here um you can check us out at epicallygeeky.com where you can find all the different shows we do to include the marginally geeky show the epically geeky show and creatively geeky as i'm sorry uh sustainably geeky as well uh i know y'all just did an an interview uh with an author and that was a that was a pretty good yes so is there another pro pro Procrastinate, yes. <laughs> we will see. We'll see if that ever happens. Again. Um, and then you can always follow us on the uh, social media at Epically Geeky. Where can we find you online, Chris? Uh, you can find me here at Cre- Creatively Geeky on Marginally Geeky, uh, at Sustainably Geeky, and that interview was with Sarah Wilson. She just put out a book called um, uh, This One Wild and Precious Life about um, – anxiety and the climate change and it's really great uh really great read um and then and she was a delight she's australian i love listening to her talk uh and on epically geeky and on instagram at rose and hummingbird ray where can we find you online the reluctant yeti on instagram um (laughs) i gave up on twitter a long time ago (laughs) because it's cesspool it is Uh, a cesspool (laughs) uh so yeah uh and then uh, the shows that I'm on, you you'll you know where I am, and apparently on Superstore. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's hilarious. Oh my goodness. And as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone in the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.